Hello, anybody. Whoa, that'd be pretty crazy. Do you want to do? <laughs> do you want to do the intro? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. All right. Well, here we go. All right. Well, hello, anybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't look at the number. Fifty-seven. Is that right? I think it's fifty-six because we had fifty-five bots download this morning. This is all just staying in. So fifty-five. Of course. So oh, 56, 55 downloaders. This is the next one. All right. Episode right, 55. Guess. Stop guessing and let me talk. Episode 55. <laughs> episode 56. Oh, episode 56. <laughs> Dear Matt, bot downloaded 55, so this is 56. Oh, because we're adding one. Add, yes, plus one. Episode 57. I'm your host, Dieter. With me as always is <laughs> Mike. You're correcting uh, you. Right. And uh, together we are friends who we've decided to just talk about comic books on a podcast because there's nothing better to do. And this is the only yeah. time we talk, so. Yeah. And we're sticking with that format thing where we, like, decide to not just, rev- like, what did you call it specifically? Not just uh, going over the, the entire story of the comic, just talking about the comic. A little more like a review than reciting the whole comic out. Yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna, because you said people don't like that, and they like the they like the talking about the letters. They, <laughs> people like talking about letters. They should. Yeah. And whether you like it, whether you like it, whether you don't like it, you better learn to love it, because it's the best thing going. And if they wanted to tell us how much we entertain them, how would they do that, Mike? They could follow us on Twitter. We are at four the number color us. Or just look for fourcolorultrasound.com. There's not too many of them. Uh, you can send us an email at four with the number four color ultrasound at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram. That's where most people follow us. You can see all the pictures I send. And usually I'll send a couple of pictures from the comics that we're talking about. All right, so you can actually follow along and go, hey, what are these uh, spider dicks to keep talking about? <laughs> and you can take a look at them. <laughs> that, really, that really does look like an anal plug. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't put that gonna... photo down, <laughs> but oh. you know it could have. Yeah, so I got yeah. I got I got to balance it a little bit. You don't want to really piss people off that don't know what you're talking about. You don't want to get flagged for inappropriate, like when we're trying to be like not wholesome, but we're definitely not being wholesome. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we spend the entire podcast talking about anal plugs, dear. Yeah, well, I mean somebody's got to be entertained by it. I know I was. That's all that matters. All right, we're getting right into it. How about some Justice League? Is that we're talking about first? All right. Yeah, well, this is like from two weeks ago. This is a long time ago. We skipped a week. Yeah, this, this delicate genius decided to go uh, skiing instead of the, doing the podcast. So It's called jet setting. Okay. <laughs> it's called jet setting. It's pretty... uh, Seinfeld, you know. You know, you can owe me a fee. Or I'm going to owe you a fee. Well, that's right. <laughs> I canceled. I did, you know what? I would have got caught in that like 24-hour notice as well. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Oh, the boy. delicate genius. Delicate genius. All right. Well, Justice League number fifty-one. Uh, in the grip of Black Mercy Madness. In the grip. So it already it's right there in the title, right? It's giving away what's going on. But not really. Well, it's called the Gar- well, the Garden of Mercy is the title, right? Yeah. Part one. Jeff Loveness. Did he write the last one? I don't think so. Oh well, I don't think so either. This is like the new a new yeah. would. It was uh, Venditti, and then Cy Spurrier, or what, is Cy Spurrier doing something else? Yeah. 
Does it bother you that they don't like stick with like one good, really good writer, like top notch writer? Oh, it's very frustrating. Yes, for the Justice League, especially because it's supposed to be like their flagship book. Yep. So it should be like pretty hardcore and have something going on. And they did that really well with like Snyder for a while. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what's been going on. Yeah, lately. I'm not sure how they decide. Cause like Snyder wanted to do Batman, and then he wanted to do Justice League, right? And then mm-hmm. you know Justice League was a tie-in to in, in between his two. Uh, uh, death metal or just Dark Knight's metal stories. Alright, so he had that whole story set out and he's famous and they know he's going to make money. So he said, yeah, go ahead and do it. I'm not sure if they just don't, they must not just have somebody that wants to write Justice League. So they, but they just put somebody on. Weird. Well, they got Daniel Henriquez no. doing ink. They got Romulo Fajardo Jr. doing some colors. And friend of the show, Tom Napolitano as the letterer. Unconfirmed friend of the show. You can't he's- say he's. When he's like one out of the 30 followers you have on Twitter, he's got to be a friend of the show. Right, Tom? If you're not listening to the show, Tom, do not send us a text message or a uh, message on Twitter. Oh, you're right. Send us a message to to yell at us for calling you a friend of the show. Okay. Well. (laughs) Do you like my uh, reverse psychology there? This one was pretty cool how it picked up, though. Yeah, Yeah, whatever. Let's move on. He's not going to. I don't know. Just whatever, Mike. uh, No time for my bullshit? No. This one was pretty cool for, like, the way it did pick up, like, from them leaving space still, though, right? Because, like, they, it wasn't like this story picked up where it's, like, back on Earth or something, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They were still in outer space mm-hmm. from the last story, and that was, like, the different author. And so uh, I would not have understood this story as much as I did if it were not for that one issue where it was Lex Luthor going around to all those other worlds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, collecting like other Lex Luthers, and they went to that one where the guy was growing like this little tiny version of this shit. Mm-hmm. Remember? And we were all yep. confused by it. And then we like looked it up, and then we talked to actually kind of quite a quite in depth about the Black Mercy, right? Yeah, because it was, well, it's a famous uh, Superman story. Yeah, but the yeah. thing with this one is this one's fucking the size of a damn planet, right? Mm-hmm. Or it is a planet. Yeah, and it's because like, it's yeah. supposed to be where they all, they all come from, I assume, right? Or didn't they explain it in it where the they guy was have. like... I told you earlier that it's been a while since I read these books. While you were off skiing. Skiing would be so fun. Uh, in anyway, the middle of summer. <laughs> in the middle of summer. Where would you... I bet you could do it somewhere. I'm sure there's somewhere, but not around anywhere around you. You're probably right. Helicopter skiing on like Mount Gregorneo. Is there still snow on that thing? No, there isn't. Oh, shit. It's like 100 degrees out. Yeah, but that one, I mean, there's always snow on that one. Anyway, uh, is that, I don't understand the very, is, is that Bruce Wayne or Lex Luthor as Batman in that very first panel? <laughs> That's supposed to be the uh, year, uh, zero year Batman. It's not a zero year, you know, remember how he has head shaved? Real short, or at least real short, oh, yeah, kind of military-like. Exactly. Yeah, it's talking about the beginnings or whatever. Yeah, okay. this is I'll all the beginnings, and this is all, looks like, well, I guess it's not, his one is anyway, zero, zero. You see he's got the lines in his uh, suit. Yeah. Kind of have the purple gloves. Yeah. And like Wonder this. Woman is the classic Wonder Woman with the long skirt. So did you like this story, though? Like this, or do you think it's just going to be like, well, now we got to deal with everybody seeing stuff that isn't real. That's basically what's going to be. I liked it enough. And you know, you get. They, I like the art quite a bit. Like Flash when he's getting taken over by this thing. 
and it's like coming out of his chest like the little veins <laughs> and like the arteries and like even the green lantern guy it's not as cool that one i guess wonder woman his eye, or is the eyes turn white yeah, wonder woman's like where that thing's about to like take out her eyeballs pretty dope yeah it's pretty crazy it's real close up there and he's just like yeah. poking into his eyes the art's really really good though yeah who just kind of shows like was it was that henrique guy yeah no that was the inker oh roca that's right yeah but it's, yeah, it's a pretty strong first issue, I guess. I liked it. So, and then you get to see the end where it's Batman. The cliffhanger is Batman and his, like, dead mother. Right. Did Batman ever get taken over by it, though? No. So that doesn't make any sense. He didn't, but then she's there. But I thought it was supposed to show you your, like, happiest life and shit. That's typically what it is. It shows your happy life and, and, basically to, and you have to fight your way out of it mentally. Right? To give up that life is usually what the story is. Batman dodges it and it's like but then he the brain thing says like well it doesn't even matter like I don't have to touch you mm-hmm. like to even fucking show you what's up yeah I don't know but it's not saying about the cover that makes no sense because the whole cover is everybody else trying to save uh, looks like it's everybody else trying to save Batman who's covered in it but he's the only one that doesn't get covered in it yeah I don't know I don't know I guess, I guess they do have it around them. They have it around their arms. There you go. They're trying to give it to them. Hey, we're here. You come with us. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, that's, but then it's like the Black Mercy thing tells them, like, he's, like, just let me save you. It's a lot of meta shit, too, in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. One of those comics. So what do you think about Tom Napolitano's letters here? No? Does he... So who... Does the dialogue box and the like gradient color in that for like the the speech of the? the I think all the dialogue boxes are almost always letters. So he gets to choose like so he's like all right this is gonna be everybody gets to do like the white bubble, the black letters like normal, right? But Mm -hmm. then when this thing's talking, it's gonna be a dialogue box because it's in your head, and it's gonna be like a gradient color matching its scheme and the letters will be white like he got to cho- choose that I do not know why don't you let us know Tom and then even at the end where like the mom's talking it's all squiggly I always took all the squigglies and stuff to be the letter that does that like those those boxes I'm assuming the writer says hey this is a dialogue box and the color probably colors it in at the end because right, all the coloring is done at the end hmm. I do not know but like I said, the art in this is amazing. And I'm always, it always uh, not surprises me, but the difference when it's colored versus not colored. I really, the coloring makes a huge difference. And in this, like the, the purples and the reds and how it all blends together is pretty amazing. Everything's really good. I like it a lot. Enough to tune in next time. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. And he did some of the, uh, the who did it? The Rockefort, um non-square panels too. Yeah, they're like biting his style. Rockford's yeah, gonna see his style up. Yep. Rockford's gonna see him around the office and be like, "Hey, you cramping my or you biting my style?" Step on his toes, hella hard. But yeah, it just shows like, like again, what I, one of the things I love about comics is you got this book here where you've got all these funky panels and it looks really good. You know, on top of the yard, like that double flat splat, those couple of double splash pages. But then you got a book later where it's all nine, almost nine panel, uh, nine grid panels. Yeah, right, which a... looked but works really well for that book. Speaking of biting somebody's style, 
Oh boy. But uh speaking of taking away somebody's sidekick. Nightwing. Yeah. <laughs> Nightwing. What book <laughs> are we talking about? <laughs> Nightwing, there you go. Nightwing, number seventy-three. Uh, this one's a weird one, right? Because it's like a tie-in. Well, I gotta see who did it. A, oh, why? Come on, Dieter. I know it's a new format and all, but you gotta give credit. All right. Well, I don't know where the fucking title. I'll do it. Well, Dan Jurgens is the writer. You got Ryan Benjamin doing the pencils. Richard Friend. Ooh, he's our friend doing the inks. Dick friend. Dick friend. <laughs> He's your dick friend. This is why you're not allowed to do the names. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because you... And then Rain Dorado is doing the colors. And now everyone's favorite, I guess, is, is this everyone's favorite? Or an, just another AI and world design doing the letters. I want to see a hi-fi colored and world designed lettered. Ooh. Like, and, and then you find one of those bots that does, uh, that can write a story. There's right, probably like a... There's going to be like a bot version of our podcast where they just take everything we talk about, like <laughs> rearrange it, and like make it better than what we do. And then it'll get like picked up by some, uh, I don't know what, but anyway. It's all those bots that are downloading. Is that what they're doing? Trying to copy it? Perhaps. Or, or learn. Or do you think, yes, they're learning. Is they, are they taking our, our podcast to, as an example, as one of the examples of what not to do in a podcast? No, it's like DC's just downloading it all and learning like what people really enjoy about comics. So like six months from now, you'll see even bigger titties, <laughs> <laughs> larger <laughs> anal plugs, <laughs> larger anal plugs. Uh, I thought we were getting away from all of that. I guess not. And like a more erect like Superman. Like told me like, oh shit, <laughs> we downloaded the wrong podcast. <laughs> just happened to be just this one they downloaded. That's it. That's right. There you go. It was like the test run. <laughs> but uh, where did you stop at? Oh, Ryan Burr. I said it. Rain Burrito doing the colors oh, and world design. That's how you got into the AI stuff. Oh, that's right. So, I, Oh, I was saying, yeah, this is a weird one because not only is it like a tie-in to another book, mm-hmm. so Nightwing's tying into Batman, but it's a crossover between Batgirl and Nightwing. <laughs> and where does it take place in relation to Batwings, to, to Batwings and to uh, Batgirl's story? I don't know because she just shows up in this one. Yeah, she's getting her ass kicked pretty hard. But uh, no, I just thought it was strange, and so this, and it was hard to remember like what book was left off on. But this <laughs> is just where Nightwing has been brainwashed by the Joker, right? Yep. Into believing that he was raised by the Joker and not Bruce Wayne, and uh, and when Joker does that, he really goes all out. He made a brand new costume for for uh, Dick. New costume. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna go brainwash this guy, but first I gotta go to my tailor and find a new costume. Well, how do you think he got the dem- how, how do you think he got his uh, measurements? Well, what costume? Did he, he didn't make him this costume, though. Yeah, he did. Or is this the one? That, was this the one that he was wearing as the uh, the as Rick Grayson? When yeah, he this is here again. This is the one that where he looked like Bucky Barnes. Yeah, I thought. I thought okay. Well, that goes that. I like the better idea that Nightwing. Uh, I mean, that Joker goes to a tailor. Well, no, I hate this Nightwing. issue. Fuck it, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> well, uh, okay, he does stay on brand. Look at all the like, you know, outfits he creates for his like, uh, fucking henchmen and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's true. That. And then he did stay on brand pretty hard with Punchline, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, did Punchline so- make her own costume? That's what I mean. So he still stayed on brand. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to choose. I choose Pikachu. I choose you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, 
so yeah, the sto- this one not much. It's just Batgirl fighting Rick, and then finding out they were gonna blow up that, the uh, the children's hospital. Yeah, I was gonna hospital. say they yeah. yeah, and then he, the Joker leads uh, Jason and Damien, or is it Tim? At the end, I think that's Tim. See, I'm oh, yeah, because he cause... says Drake. He says Drake. You heard Batgirl's call to Jason. So yeah, that's. But he's wearing he's hella he he's, young. <laughs> yeah, but you notice he's wearing his Robin costume, but it kind of has a D instead of the R. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm lost because I've seen the cover of uh, Teen Titans, and he like he went to Drake with that brown costume, but did he go back to the Robin costume and still call himself Drake, or is this just a timing problem? And they colored it, and they're like, ah, fuck it. Let's just leave it the same costume, and I'll change the name. Or Grammy Award-winning artist Drake, like, sent the cease to desist, <laughs> and was like, look, uh, you got to stop, like, uh, fucking, you just got to put him in a different costume. And they're going go to go. <laughs> That's the weird thing Dutch about Drake it. It's like er- everything about it's art. You can still call him Drake. But... <laughs> you can't put that costume in? Uh-huh. There you go. That's kind of weird. He kind of missed the point, I think. But he looks extra young. And he's yeah. supposed to be like done with college already, so I don't know. Well, if they were conf- like, so they started drawing it as Damien's head, and they said, "No, we want this to be Drake." Well, they want this to be Red Robin, so they started drawing Red Robin. But then they realized, wait, Red Robin's not Robin anymore, and he's now Drake, and so they just fucked it all up. I think that's what happened. No, I don't know. So where does Batgirl go? I don't know about the Drake. Thing. I'm over Drake. <laughs> You're over Drake. Well, she's she, no, she's on her way there. But then the, the the three Robins showed up. Oh, okay. then we just got there first because he was. Uh, I don't know how he got there first because she yeah. left first. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> she got lost. She she didn't turn her GPS on. Because <laughs> he's like coward, and then like the Joker's like you're playing the game all wrong. I, and they're like they have a whole fucking conversation <laughs> before she gets there, and she never does get there. So maybe she's. That's what I mean. Like. She's moving slow because she just put her uh, her implant back in. And then the guy yells, "She's running!" When like she's obviously flying, like she hasn't, like her feet haven't hit the ground since she left. <laughs> what do they just mean? Running, meaning running away, leaving, not literally oh, running. You totally killed that bit. But I right. always do. <laughs> I always do, Dieter. This is whatever <laughs> fan likes. <laughs> but I give Dieter shit. They're like that guy's an idiot. It's like just tell him that they mean running away. It's not that funny. But, yeah, uh, he actually said, he goes, hey, you got Dieter to change his mind last time. Something about Superman. No. That's pretty funny. We just know yeah. someone li- someone's listening, and we appreciate you, Wallet. Well, <laughs> fucking Mitch. <laughs> uh, you wanted me to comment more on the go-getter, dicky boy. Go get a dicky boy. <laughs> Who yells that? Like the henchman, I guess? It's one of the henchmen, yeah. Okay. Must be, right? Or is the Joker saying, no, it must be one of the henchmen. And he goes, no, 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 no. You're playing the game all wrong. The art ain't so bad in this one. I mean, the faces are a little strange. But, like, overall, it's pretty good. Yeah, yes, they're definitely a little strange. But it's, like, oh, this one, the close-up here, where he says, no, 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 no. But it's not bad. Like, we complain about John Romita Jr., which I'm sure we'll complain about again later. And it just look terrible. But this is, you know, someone's different style and... Not perfect, but it works. Well, it's when the Joker calls him Dicky Boy, like when they're letting him into the cage, and then the whole crowd is chanting Dicky Boy, Dicky Boy, <laughs> Dicky Boy, <laughs> Dicky Boy. That's a little crazy. Yeah, and this is another example where there's a lot of lines throughout the face that they do, but it doesn't really bother me as much as some of them do. 
And, and what's the deal with all those lines? Is it supposed to be shading, or is it like they're it's getting old? Because none of the women, or is it just is it, this is how I know it? You know, it's a man. He's got a bunch of lines in his face. Because neither Barbara nor Punchline have any lines in their face. They're just painted. I think it's a style. But again, he's only doing it with the guys, not with the girls. Take a look. Yeah, no, I'm looking. I'm seeing it, but. Uh, yeah, maybe it's a complexion thing. Okay. There you go. Oh, they bring makeup. That's what it is. Well, the, <laughs> Blocking the, the, the wrinkles. The Joker. This ain't makeup. So Here, yeah. how could you? How could you say uh, lettering doesn't matter? Like the, I love how the Joker always has the um, the squiggly boxes. Right? Like 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 he has. I don't know some weird voice. Like he smoked too much. But then you got a couple of times there where you know he's yelling with those big letters action. It's awesome. I like it. It's good stuff. You sure do love your letters. Well, I do. Like it, it, it does change the book, and nobody ever talks about it. It People conveys half the story. It does. You don't. Okay. You don't get letters in a uh, movie, right? This is was, the only medium where you can you do go. that, and it makes a difference how you read it. Like, well, Crapperola, that was not supposed to happen. It's like it, it, it tells you how the uh, story is playing out. You can turn on the captioning. You could turn on captioning, right? Yeah, and oh, those are boring letters. You ever do that? It's like yeah. I don't know how, how how they're saying it, what their uh, mood is, what their inflection is. Yeah, exactly. You look does at he their ha- eye he, acting. Does he <laughs> speak so like that. he's been smoking, you know, a couple packs of cigarettes a day for his whole life? You don't know. That's the thing too. Is you get, you make up all the voices in your head. Like you make yeah. it sound like the Joker is like I stay for the bloodbath. <laughs> but it's like I'd read it more like I stay for the bloodbath. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like well, you're uh, you're thinking of uh uh jeez, uh, I can't think of his name. Mustache Mark guy H- from uh, Batman sixty nine. Uh, what's his name? Alfred Mark Romero. There you go. Caesar yes. Romero. Caesar Romero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I love works. Like you said, the the art, like both these books, the art's been pretty great. It's pretty cartoony, here. even like a, because it's a mix of like comic and cartoony. Because you can look mm-hmm. at like, like that Rick Grayson page where it's like hit, zooming in on his face, like mm-hmm. with all those lines that you dislike. That's a very comic book though, and then like the page right before that with the fight, mm-hmm. like that kind of action, that's different than that other style. And then if you look at the page right after that, Rick Grayson one where it's uh punchline mm-hmm. oh yeah through her, her facial exaggerations that's yeah. very cartoony and like clown like so it's like the yeah, guy works. does offer up sorry yeah. even though like i said the faces are i think maybe that's why it's weird because he does like a lot of different mm-hmm. expressions and face you're not used to that kind of shit usually you just get like stale ass faces or like really large foreheads which we could talk about <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah you're exactly right it's uh you, it's cartoony but it seems to work it's not um overly cartoony in a bad way, by any means. So we we actually go over the Batgirl book this week for this, and then I don't think it's going to pick up where she's like at this hospital, right? Well, it's a big difference too, because her book seems like you know, the tie-in where she was they were forced to do the tie-in because they fix a problem almost instantly, and there's very little to do with everything else. There's more you know, him, and her, and her family. But this one it seems huge, like it's going to tie in because you. He, Dick is over here <clears throat> trying to kill all three of them. Dicky boy. Right? Dick. Yeah, I know, right? Because this, this one at least has one more story. I can't remember how many more there are uh, of all the tie-ins. But in terms of that, I like the story here a lot because it actually does tie in a lot. Hmm. Well, speaking of liking a story quite a <laughs> bit, I'd say 
no to Metal Man number nine. <laughs> Holy shit. Didn't like it? Did this fucking story just take a shit all over itself? I don't know. Before we get into that, though, the cover, like, you talk about lettering. Mm-hmm. Artists that sign their name, sometimes they do pretty cool signatures. Mm-hmm. Both these guys have, like, super badass signatures. The, the SD and then the, and the right? or yeah, yeah, because the SD is, and it's got, like, that Japanese, like, letters beside it. Mm-hmm. But just the way the SD is done. But then even that guy, right, like, the way he does his last name, that's like a logo. Yeah, I wonder, is that a stamp? <laughs> Do you have to draw that every time? I don't know. I think it's pretty neat, though. Yeah, I really, really cool. like it. Yeah, Dan DiDio and Shane Davis are the storytellers. It's that thing where we figured out storytellers just mean artists and writers. So mm-hmm. DiDio writing, Shane Davies doing art. Uh, Jason Wright on the colors. Uh, Travis Lanham. Lanham. Yep. Lanham doing the letters for Mike, making him so happy. <laughs> but uh, this cover is really good. Mm-hmm. It's probably the only the only thing that's good about this book. Well, there's another thing that's good about the book. The art is pretty good. The art's great. That's like what happened. I, I just thought it was nuts how what happened to uh, Chemo here. I thought it was because it was an appearance by our favorite self-gratification named after character, the Phantom Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Phantom Stranger. Oh, the fact that the Phantom Stranger is like a character from the Bible makes it the fact that it like if you like jerk off using the phantom stranger it's even like <laughs> even better it's even better it's like a double sin you're not only jerking off you're like naming the act you're doing after somebody that like said hey that guy's over there that's jesus <laughs> it's basically what he did right yeah yeah he's the one that uh was a judas talking about he's the yeah, judas you give him up yep that's pretty crazy I fell down a rabbit hole about Judas that time. I told you about that, I think, though, right? Did you? I don't think so. Well, yeah, because it was like, I was always confused. Like, is this the actual Judas from the Bible? Like, is that Mm -hmm. what DC is trying to get at? And they they started it with that Pandora's, like the new 52 stuff. Yeah. And then that's what that stuff around his neck is. And then we went over this in the Wonder Woman, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when they really talked about your 30 pieces of silver. But that's when, like, Wonder Woman, like, outsmarted Judas and God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah and then uh, I don't know there's like some weird shit about the way I forget exactly what it is but it's like the way Judas died like there's the Bible tells like three different stories three different ways that he dies oh yeah and because of that that's like one of the things that people turn to to be like well the Bible's full of shit because Mm -hmm. it contradicts itself right here and here like here it says I forget what it is. It's like he one one way he killed himself out of guilt, another way like he fucking lived an old life and like died somehow. I don't remember what it is. You can look it up for yourself if you fucking care enough. But <laughs> thanks a lot. It's just weird. But this the, mm-hmm. the fact that this guy even shows up in this issue, that's like the down the start of the downfall of the story in my opinion. <laughs> as soon as I remember, saw that, I figured, yeah, you're not gonna like this. But it's not even because it's him. It's just where it goes and like what they turn this like. Just the way this story ends, like, bothers the hell out of me. And I was, I'm kind of still interested. No, because what? There's still, like, two issues. Or what? There's three, three books left. Goes to 12. And this kind of wraps everything up. No, it's not. There, it's, okay, yeah. They do leave it open. I remember now. But Well, now it's all about the Anthem Metal Man. Trying to figure out where he came which from. Which it should have been from the beginning. And they, hell, like, dragged that out. And they brought this chemo, chemo in or whatever. And you think that's going to be cool or whatever. I like to say Chemo. Chemo. Is that what... Did we get the official word on that? Yeah. 
okay, well, Chemo comes in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, and, like, I don't know, dude. The way they fucking beat this guy, where it's like, hey, guess what? We're just really covered in the thing that he's made out of, so we're actually protected from this guy. And we could have kicked his ass the entire time, but instead we're going to spend three issues pretending one his attack is a surprise two not being able to beat him three him like killing the entire other fucking set of metal men right because they were gone their actual metal men were gone at that time yes but they go back far enough okay so when the metal man gets hit right and then they reveal their plan they say they figured out chemo was on his way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking yeah. like as soon as they stole some fucking mysterious fire uh fire in siberia right mm-hmm. right then they should have said hey chemo's coming instead they just fucking kept it quiet and went on about their fucking lives until they were at that fucking fair and chemo shows up and they're like oh shit and they act just as surprised as everybody else <laughs> and then they go as far as like letting him kill the fucking uh you know, the other metal men, the animal men, and then they destroy half the fucking city and then fake their fucking deaths in front of their creator. Basically like their dad. They're like, hey, that's our dad, right? Let's pretend to die in front of him. And then they come back and they're like, just kidding. We're protected from this guy and we can really kick his ass easily. And then they do. And that's how like the end of camo. And then it cuts to the fucking Phantom Stranger. And he's <laughs> like, hey, guess what? Uh... Since I can't, like, the writer of this book can't figure out any other way to get you, like, to move the story forward, I'm going to stop you instead of anybody else related to the Metal Man story. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. And that actually backfires on him, though. It's weird because it's like, no, they were actually, they weren't coming. Because he says, like, there's the, the Nightmare universe, the Dark Multiverse Metal Men are coming for the Nth Metal Man, right? Mm-hmm. And so the Phantom Stranger unleashes them. But they're really here to steal uh, platinum. Yep. <clears throat> dun, dun. And so it's three issues now of dark, like, oh, it's going to be like the nth metal man really helping platinum against the dark knight metal men or whatever, I guess. What and it then it's like. going to end. And then it'll end with like them being all friends at the end while all the nightmare universe ones are destroyed. Or are they? Dun, dun, dun. Pretty That's what comics are. How do you think they got away so hard with this uh, Ninja Turtle-like reference here where they got the, the headband strapped around the... Like, oh, the I know. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> but it cracks me up. These, these are Metal Men, right? Why is he stretchy? Looks like Plastic Man. The first thing then, I, you know, when he came in, I was like, hey, is it Plastic Man now? And then he cracks... Okay, so this guy's full of nuclear waste and like... Hazardous material. Know, huh? They crack his skull open, which is pretty disturbing in itself. They're like, you know what? You're gonna die a terrible death. We're gonna bust your skull wide open, you piece of shit. And pull and your insides do... out. Yep. And so, yeah, like his fucking that was pretty insane when that insides happened. start glooping out, and they fucking do this entire third of the page devoted to showing it like running into a sewer drain, right? Mm-hmm. And the joke being. Well, if that doesn't clean the sewers of New York, nothing will. And like, ha, 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 ha. So it's like all this chemical waste. <laughs> it's going into the, like, sewer system, and they're just like, like they don't even give a shit. Like, I don't know. It's, it's so strange. And they're all just standing by his, like, open 
wounded head, like just joking, cracking fucking jokes. I don't know. Well, dude. he's not human, so nobody cares. Chemo, I cared more about Chemo than any other character in this fucking book. I think that's well, that's why you're upset. If anybody goes back and listens to the beginning of this, that was your favorite thing when he showed up. You're like, oh my god, it's Chemo. This guy's awesome. When he says, goop. Only I was saying chemo chemo back then. So. Get people to go back and listen. And when they come back and go, Mike, he did not say chemo. He said chemo. I'm like, yay, you listened. Chemo. And you responded. I appreciate it. You fell into my hole here. When they're kicking his ass and he's like, no. And he's mm-hmm. like shooting some radioactive shit out of his. That's such a good page. It was crazy. And like yeah. Magnus is hella pissed because his pipe got broken. What's he smoking out of that pipe to get that mad? <laughs> it's crack. Because it doesn't look like he's upset that the pipe is broke. Like, you broke my damn pipe. All right, that's yeah, but if you, right? yeah, but if you look at the pipe, that's like a three dollar like corn cob pipe. You get that shit at the flea market, right? I don't know. Maybe that's just some uh, really old corn cob. Some from just, some famous person lived on a uh, corn. I just remember maze. watching this little Wayne documentary, and he like spilt this cup that had like a bunch of promethazine in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody else just thought it was, like, fruit punch that he spilled or whatever. But he was really, really upset. Like, really upset. (laughs) More upset than you should have been over just spilling, like, soda or whatever. (laughs) And so, like, to me, it wasn't that he did it. It was the fact that he couldn't have his drug anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I get this from Magnus. He's like, it's not the fact that the pipe got broken. It's the fact that now he can't smoke his fucking crack or whatever he is. <laughs> or whatever. Maybe it's like peyote, like that he's hallucinating all these like sentient robots and chemo fucking monsters and phantom strangers and fucking multiverse fucking cro- this is a this there's a lot of shit in this you know, I said this book sucked ass when we started reading. <laughs> you seem to be enjoying it. But yeah, now that I'm looking back and talking about all this crazy ass shit going on. I'm still not happy with the way they beat Chemo, but no, you know what? I'm still not happy with the Phantom Stranger kind of like just cleaning everything up either, but... Are they doing something more with Phantom Stranger in DC or it just happened to be two different people decided, I'm going to throw this guy in to continue my story? I think they're trying to get that Christian audience going. They're like, fuck, <laughs> check it out, Judas. Oh, the one, <laughs> yeah, like the, the, so if it's a Christian audience that probably does not like Judas, I d- that's how you're going like, to get them to join? You think he's the villain of the Bible? Well, other than Satan, right? Satan's well, like... Well, Satan, yes. He's like the main bad. But there's got to be, like, other baddies in there that you got to be like, oh, shit. That, like, just like DC Comics, there's a bunch of baddies everywhere. Oh, and that's so, like, true. The Bible, favorite, like, like, when the Joker he, shows up, I get a little excited, but you don't, right? So they're... <laughs> that's the same thing with them. Ah, yeah. oh, Judas, damn. I wish it was, uh, I don't know, Peter. He's a good guy. I think he'd be I, a good I don't guy. know. I had to think of a name from the Bible. I'm sorry. Well, you could think of, like, another bad guy, at least. Right? Uh, can I? I don't know, yeah. besides Satan. Like Solomon, right? That guy? The King Solomon? Or uh, Cain. Evil. Cain. That's like, you're now you're crossing over into, like, wrestling territory and shit. You know, like, <laughs> Cain and Abel, the brothers. The, I know, but you can get, like, Cain and, the, Cain and Undertaker, the oh. brothers, and WWE is what I'm getting at. <laughs> there you go. Hey, and Cain and Abel come. were uh, actually from the same time as um, Phantom Stranger with the House of Mystery. They're the ones that introduced uh, Swamp Thing the first time. All right, uh, now you're just back to comics, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Whatever. <laughs> Swamp Thing, he's a character that l- lives in the green, and he was uh, blew up in an explosion where they were trying to save the world, and he became a part of the swamp, that guy. Uh, isn't that everybody? <clears throat> Close enough. Speaking of everybody. There you go. Uh, Batman, number 97. The Batman. Joker War. The motherfucking Joker War. 
I'll forget the tie-ins. This is the main shit. This is the stuff you should be mainlining. Speaking of drugs, <laughs> you should be mainlining. It. You should be mainlining the fucking Batman storyline right in your femoral artery. I don't think you do that with like drugs. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, part three, right? James Tinian. Yep, of five the or six. Part, the part fourth. Uh, writing. Jorge Jimenez doing some art. Tomomori doing the colors, and Clayton Cowles. Your I don't know how much you like this guy, but he does pretty good letters, he's, right? He does, he does good letters. He does all right. He's not as intense with the Joker and everything. If he's doing the onomatopoeia, then mm-hmm. yeah, I'll give it to oh, him. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Well, no, because well, yeah, because he t- this, this the clown, the clown killer or whatever. Mm-hmm. He has that like very like that's obviously like a calm dialogue. Like you're you're just gonna talk when you read that voice in your head. Oh yeah, completely. I've got my anti-clown toxin here. All lowercase, right? I bought it down at the gas station. Yep. See, most of them are all capital. These guys at lowercase. See, see how important that is. You knew exactly how, what they were trying to convey. With I, know, I thought about that when I read it. I was like, yeah. "Oh, this guy's talking calmly. Like, I gotta, I gotta tone it down." And it's not like the Joker. He's who, talking like calmly said, as he's, he's like, pouring hey. gasoline and <laughs> as he's pouring gasoline through the windshield to murder a couple of uh, Joker's. So he's talking calmly yeah. as he's murdering, as he's like trying to murder his like thirtieth victim. Yeah, <laughs> through fire. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, if you think about it, if these guys, like, he's able to take down this Batmobile, right? Like, mm-hmm. he could be, technically, he could kill Batman, right? Oh, yeah. But then these guys made it out, so. But I'm assuming, but these guys crashed. Did he make them crash? Or did they avoid, like, he stood there and they tried to avoid him from, I don't know. Because they didn't. No, he hits them with, like, an EMP or some shit. He, like, he forces them to crash because, like, there's, like, all this, like, electrical buzz. Oh, okay, because yeah, it didn't show up, but it's because it's already crashed and it's got the hole in the windshield already. No, and he says, wasn't sure if I could short circuit one of your fancy cars, but it looks like I just needed a transformer and a hydrant. Oh, so he got them to crash into a transformer, and then the fire hydrant created the water to like short mm-hmm. out the entire car. So that's like yeah. this bad design on Batman's part. <laughs> you'd think he would. You'd think he'd be used to that by now, crashing everywhere. Right. So like last last couple issues, right, Joker. He's taken over Batman's life. He's got all his money. He's uh, he's fucking Gotham up pretty hard. He's got a new sidekick, Punchline. Uh, he's kind of put everybody else off the table for Batman. He's kind of fucked with his family hella hard, right? They're mm-hmm. they're not against him yet. He doesn't know that yet, but they're not helping him. So I don't know if that's going to tie in later. Like I don't know if they're going to bring that. Ab- I guess they have to, right? Bring what? Because the fact, like in the main story, like they haven't brought in any of the other sidekicks yet have they the bat family yeah correct no so is it like are they just keeping is he just keeping them off the table or is it like is he going to utilize them in this book as like tools against batman or do you think they work out their problems in other books and then they show up to help batman I don't i'm know. assuming they work up the problems in the other books you've only got a couple issues left yeah right <clears throat> yeah so i'm not sure it's kind of weird it's hard to tell if it's one of those where here, here's the whole story, and then if you guys want to write something else, go ahead. Here's the Bat Family; they're doing something somewhere. Yeah. So Joker's big plan is like just basically killing all of Gotham, but doing it in a way that like really messes with Batman. So he's like not only killing new people, but he's bringing back the people that he's already killed, right? And he's bringing them back to life, so like yes, he, yep. he can kill them again or something. And he's gonna like make everybody watch like the origin of batman which gets into that thing where you were like i hope they don't try to reveal the identity of batman in some way mm-hmm. like they did with superman yep 
But that seems to be like that'll be in a lasting effect probably from this one, right? That'll be that shit where they're like, oh, well, uh, you know, the bat, the Batman beats the Joker, but he still got out his fucking identity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm hoping that's not the whole point of this, but but the story while it's happening is pretty great. So it's kind of weird. What do you think about them t- basically turning him into the Suicide Squad Joker? He almost looks like a gangster now. And he's like, there's hella detailed like junk going on too, right? Yep. Have you ever seen that much detail in the Joker's like package before? No. He's hella ripped too, right? Mm-hmm. He does, like he's obviously doing squats or something. <laughs> and he's wearing all the jewelry and <laughs> drinking Chardonnay or whatever. I guess not Chardonnay. Drinking uh, <laughs> like that's an expensive wine there, Chardonnay. <laughs> champagne. Uh, champagne. Champagne. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, he had to be just as ostentatious as uh, fucking Punchline, right? Yeah. He's competing like, with her? Yeah, because she's like, her. I mean, God damn. But anyway. Just because Batman she has to... her own book. Oh, God. Just her own one-shot. Oh, just a one- I thought you meant like ongoing. Well, I'm mean, guessing if the one-shot does well, there will be an ongoing. I'm excited for that, because if you want to make this a character, you got to give her at least her own single book. If you're not going to give her her own uh, story... Right. You know what I mean? Give give her something. Like, let's see if she is worth it. Because right now it's just a des- essentially just just a design. A note from DC has to be that her expressions are over exaggerated, right? Oh yeah, because they're both because were doing it. Everybody like, and even if you so you go back to like the page where it's like Joker in the robe, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like package, and she's in the background. That look where she looks like that look on her face, and the look where she's biting her lower lip. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the next one, her eyes are hella bigger, and she's doing, like, that whole, like, kawaii, like, Japanese thing. Yeah, it's got to be. And then if you look further back, like, where she's, like, upset, like, everything she does is, like, overpronounced versus, like, everybody else, I guess. It has to be a note from DC. The no- the art in this is excellent. I know we haven't gotten through the whole story yet, but we'll get back to the art. But, yeah, but I was going to say that, too. So Batman's still Hemenez, tripping like, balls, he does right? a lot of... Oh. Batman's tripping this whole time. He's blind. He puts the, uh... uh he does the uh, Rambo scene where he covers his eyes with his, with uh, right. whatever. I was gonna called. say, I was gonna say Bloodsport, but you know, I haven't watched Bloodsport, so I don't. Uh, know. But yeah, he starts kicking everybody's ass with like no sight, right? Well, because he keeps seeing a million Jokers all around, and he starts freaking out. And his, the, the, the Alfred in his head tells him to go blind, basically. Right. Right, and then he beats the hell out of him while blind. Yeah, yes. those fights are great. Saves them all. Well, he gets out of it, and then Harley saves him, right? Yeah, it, it's kind of weird, because he's beating the shit out of everyone. You can't really tell that he's hurting. But then suddenly he's hurt so bad that he passes out. I, mean, I guess just fighting like that, you will. But you don't see well, him really get That's hit. classic Batman, though, right? Yeah. Because this is where he uses the EMP, right? Because he finds out they're all, oh. like, all the dead people are just, like, radio-controlled. Yeah. Which we found out from that one issue a few issues back. Mm-hmm. So then he just like now the adrenaline's gone because he has nobody after him, and so he, that's why he, he just drops dead. But as you were saying, the art in this like that 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 fight scene, just just being able to uh, to to draw all the movements, and then have that facial expression of him dying right there, or that one panel where he's just standing there in the in the hallway Even and falls that, down. Or that double page spread where he's like, "I said shut up," mm-hmm. and then he puts on like the fucking blindfold. Yeah, should tell it though. I want to know what his technique is for shading. He does a lot of that, I don't know. It looks like you're sprinkling dirt on everything. They go back to the well with the broken Alfred head again. 
oh my god the broken neck where harley's head like almost uh-huh. falls off her body but then that but that was after she gave him the antidote which because it'll make him trip balls even harder that's yeah. what i mean it's just like i love the fact that they keep going back to this yeah uh-huh <laughs> that's pretty crazy but what about that whole the two pages of her in uh ivy's land it almost looks like uh oh i know right all the psychedelic like plant life and all that shit <laughs> she pulls out the hand puppet made out of leaves yes it it's me like, ace the bat yeah. hound it looks like in uh-huh. a oh I, I've, I've been playing that fallout 76 game mm-hmm. and uh when you like they you can drop nukes and stuff mm-hmm. and when you go into the area where it's happened like all the plant life starts glowing like that and shit it's hella crazy it's awesome. like you pick it for stuff but this is a very rare glimpse into how this damn cowl eye thing works because we get a pupil <laughs> but it's like a like almost like it's a light like an led pupil oh, which yeah. shows up like uh-huh. is that like so this is like ultimate shock and surprise like <laughs> When the cowl eye cannot open up anymore, like it emits a fake LED pupil on the front of it, where he's like, "Holy shit, dude! Batman is surprised oh, at whatever the awesome. fuck's happening right now." That's pretty funny. I mean, think of that. You're right. Why is it glowing? It's so weird. Why can he see his pupil at all? It's always yeah. just blank white. Like even in the next panel, it's back to the white. And we always joke like, "How? Why is the cowl so expressive? Like yeah. it's supposed mm-hmm. to be a sentient or like an inanimate object, not sentient. It's like an inanimate the opposite of sentient." Yeah, but it appears to be sentient. I always say it's controlled by, you know, our favorite device, the anal plug. But Of course. That emotion reading one that Alfred gifted him with <laughs> before he died. Yeah, you even see his, like, the veins in his eyes. So, yeah. But so this whole thing, so he's, he's, going, he's hallucinating, and now he's seeing Alfred. And this is going to be the big moment of, uh, of realization of what he has to do in life. Because I'm very sorry, Mr. Roots, but I think it's time we had a serious talk. But this who's is still Batman's head. So is this a... I was going to say, who's talking to him? Like, he can't give himself any new information. So if he already knows it, who gives a fuck? But is this, uh, what's her name, going through the tree in Star Wars? Did you watch all the new Star Wars? No. Okay. I, well, but what's the classic Luke, thing where, you know, you Luke sit there and smoke something and you have a revelation and you, see, and you see stuff? Like every episode of House ever. Oh, there you go. Where he was like, oh, fuck, it's not lupus. And then he was like, wait a minute. What if I stick their dick in the electrical outlet? Oh my god! And then they're like, the the Dude, hospital, work. the hospital lady's always like, "No, house, you're insane!" And like, and like the guy's like, "Oh, my lupus is gone." And he's like, "I told you it was lupus." He's like, "But you said it was." And they go, wah, wah. look at the camera fade to black. Every <laughs> episode ever. So every episode he sticks someone's dick in a, in a outlet. Or if they oh don't no, have no. one. Does he the, like have to go find somebody? <laughs> You hold their hand while they stick you in. It'll work. No, no, no. The cure was different every time. Oh, okay. I mean, there might have been one or maybe two dick outlet cures on top. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just using that as the Yeah, talking about, like I said, like, this art again. Wes. The format. <laughs> I know what you're saying. The formula, yeah. Talking about this art. Anyway. Again. What? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like, like, what is this technique he does where it, like, it said, like, it. Uh, the speckled look for all the shading. Mm-hmm. Like, what would, how would you do that? There's like a sponge and sh- <laughs> magic. I don't know. Oh, okay, it's magic. Oh, it's pretty cool, but it's it seems it's very uh, Jorge Jimenez esque. Like everything he does seems to have that to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, speaking of amazing art, it's Action not- Comics number ten twenty four. Oh, yes, I love it. And now we're moving on. This is, by the way, now we're into this week which is the week of 
eight thirty, right? Now what day do they come out though? They came out eight twenty five. Yeah. So yeah, now we're like now this is now now. Everything we're talking about now is happening now. So anyway. And so here's another cover here. Ben just really seems to like those old school covers where the cover like supposed to surprise you and it has nothing to do with the story. Because it's meet the new boss and it's Clark walking through the door and everyone's like all cheery while they're sitting at a bar. Yeah, they're at a bar. So is he? Did he buy this bar and now he's the new manager? <laughs> Ooh, that oh, that'd be a great story. There's got to be a story arc, a couple story arcs of just him at a bar oh, giving no, wait, out advice. Wait. Even better because he didn't buy the bar, right? He's just the manager. Somebody there you else, go. Somebody else owns the bar. <laughs> That's awesome. They only hired Clark to be. And why is the mat on the inside? Like, why the fuck are you wiping your feet when you get inside? <laughs> Or is the bar so dirty you have to wipe your feet yeah, when you awesome. leave onto the street of Metropolis? You're like, I don't want to take any of this bar scum out into the streets with me. And and how much does this piss somebody off? This is a new Superman book or like even better, a Superman TV show, but it's just him giving advice at a bar. It's basically cheers with Superman as uh, Ted Danson's part. Right. He's fucking great. <laughs> he's not the boss of anything in this fucking book. No, I, but like, is it, it's supposed to surprise you. Oh, he's going to run the Daily Planet at a bar? What's going on? And it's still, and it's also kind of weird because it's not like 100% that that's Clark either because they kind of shadow out his face. <laughs> you find out it's somebody else. Look, there's yeah. a boss. It's Bippo. It's Bippo. Wear glasses. <laughs> Holy shit. Bippo was expanding his, uh, his, bar, his bar empire. All right, well. No, what did I say? Okay, The House of Kent, Part 3. Brian Michael Bendis, writing. J.R. J.R. Mm, doing them pencils. Klaus he Jansen. He does them all right. Yeah, doing some ink. Mr. Brad Anderson, doing the colors. And uh, David Sharp of Sharp Records, there you go. doing the letters. So, uh, this one, oh boy. What the fuck is going on with Action Comics, Mike? I don't know. And... So this is the this is the uh, fire. It starts with the firefighter from the beginning of Bendis's run, right? Is that who she is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One. Why do they decide to suddenly change her look entirely? Because a big thing in comics is making sure you look the same, so you can. It doesn't matter who the artist is when you have different styles. You can tell her who they are. But suddenly she's got some sort of punk rock short hairstyle. And attitude too, right? Like and she a, looks so. An attitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they just kill her off, and it's like, what the hell? Like, I thought this woman was going to be a, a, a major character going forward. What? They kill her off? Yeah. They don't reveal that in this one, do they? Yeah. Oh, they do. Oh, I thought so, it was, like, still a mystery. At least that's oh, what they're trying bad. to tell. Well, that's what they're trying to tell you, right? Because it's, um, yeah. I'm assuming that's what it is, unless they go, unless you, like, maybe that's what it is. No, and, you're right. When Superman freaks out, when he's, like, crying, and, like, that's because that's mm, when he says. Yeah. When he freaks out, if you look here. at that page, because it is her, that's right. I had to go back to see it and say, is it really her? It's just his drawing and the art and the coloring that messes everything up. You see your head mm. when he freaks so, out. This is – it's almost like – so. and they also return to the people that work for Miss Leone, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the secret mafia people like that we lost track of. And the ones that they – the whole thing of like words they're not allowed to say now we're talking about again and all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's he brings up I forget where it is, but he says like, oh, now that Leviathan's not distracting him anymore, it's it was almost like bitter, like he's not allowed to have <laughs> Leviathan anymore. But it's like it was almost better with it. 
because now it's going back to this story, which I'm not terribly a fan of. And it's still the Red Cloud and Leon going after Superman. This time, like you said, they kill the fire chief from his past. I guess that's like, because what they tried to kill Jimmy, right? That was, Remember, mm-hmm. like, Red Cloud gave out that whole plan. Yeah. Like, we need to kill somebody close to Superman. Like, they couldn't get to Jimmy, so they must have got to her. But... Oh, and then not and then it's, yeah. So he finds out that she's dead, and they find out the location of that guy that they conveniently brought back at the beginning of the issue. That we were like nobody really knows or cares who, where they are. Mm-hmm. My biggest gripe, not gripe. I guess it's like yeah, it's the gripe. It's the way he writes Brainiac as an idiot. He's a genius, but he writes him as a fucking moron. You notice that? Well, it. I think that's a thing because he's the exact same way in the Supergirl TV show, right? He it it it's not knowing how the world works today and always being surprised about that, but being so, he's so logical that anything that is common sense won't be common sense to him. That's what they're trying yeah, to but go where he's for. Like, I'm dying to touch the Daily Planet globe, and then he's up there hugging it or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it looked it looked like he was humping it to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially it, that next panel, like where he's on the side of it, it does look like he's fucking it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's it's awful. I don't because and then the Supergirl TV show, it's the same way. Every every line he makes is is is, is a Bendis joke, and it just it's cringeworthy. Look at all those keyboards! Like, why the fuck does he care about keyboards? Because he doesn't have them in the future, and he's amazed by today's technology. I mean, that's, that's the that whole the, joke. No, he seems more amazed about the amount of them, not like the fucking fact that they're there. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. Yeah, this is stuff we keep complaining about, Bendis, is the, the the dialogue and those little jokes. Well, again, like the whole jokes there. Here is Superman, obviously distraught. Like he's he's hurt. I think I think uh, this uh, fire chief was his piece on the side because he's more hurt by her death than thinking Lois was gonna die. And then as they're doing the whole family shows up and seeing him, the greatest superhero right the Earth has ever seen, falling apart. And they're like, just ah, ha, ha, Dad, what can you do? And they're joking, oh, hey, honey, oh, hey, Okara, how's it going? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you forgot that I'm grown up now, right? And they're just here joking around, like, I don't understand. Oh, Supergirl, here, meet Connor. You know what I mean? It's like, what's going on here? It's pretty terrible. Right? (laughs) Am I wrong, or? No, it's like, yeah, because, like, he's crying, he's about to, like, lose his shit, and he just sees his cousin, he's like, oh, hey, what the fuck? Great Scott, Jonathan, I keep forgetting how enormous you are. Oh, hey, Auntie Kara, are you okay? Dad, are you okay? I just need a little minute. Okay. What is this? Explain everything. Who are these nice people? Oh, Supergirl, me Connor. Like, oh, I'm the clone of Lex of Superman. It's like, <laughs> Superman's over there crying his eyes out. I don't know. Now suddenly uh, um, deciding to x-ray vision the entire city. One of the things that he would never do in the past, right? Because of all the jokes that they make here later. I just saw something I wasn't supposed to see. Invisible Mafia? No. I think I just saw the Blue Devil going to the bathroom. Wait, no. It was someone dressed as a blue devil going to the bathroom. Ha, ha, ha. Ah, focus, Connor. I'm like, what's going on here? Jeez. Yeah. And then it's like, why? So why did they kill the fire lady if it all has to do is to piss off Superman to find them? Like, I I don't know. They didn't explain it. And I'm guessing they're not going to explain it later. Right? I I don't know. You seem very upset. Me? Yeah. Yeah, it was like she was. He created this character, right? She, she had, had a lot to do early on. Then she's gone for a while. Then you figure, hey, there's gonna be more going forward. And then, like you said, she just gets killed by for no reason by the Red Cloud, which you may find out later. You know, maybe they'll come up and go, hey, we did this because she was, I don't know, 
fucking Superman and getting him uh, away from his job uh, or something like that. Um, but it just doesn't make sense, and they're constantly joking about it. I don't know. What do you think? I think it's terrible. There you go. But I then, like the- then there's that one page where the Whisperer. <laughs> of course, why did I say that? But you got all. The, I like that panel with them all. The double page spread with them all in the background and the uh, glowing S's and them about to kill him with their heat revision. See, I was going to go the off. Like I don't. This is so fucking overplayed. This like standing in the shadow with all the logos <laughs> and like shit glowing and like why is this guy's underwear glowing? Nobody else's is. Yeah, I don't know. There's like the underwear glows. His like leg strap glows. And this guy's like, I guess that'd be his belt buckle. God, I hope is glowing. <laughs> but then Superman, like nothing. His pupils, he gets pupils. Oh, the underwear you're talking about—the one on the left. Yeah, that's Supergirl's belt. Her yellow, her gold belt. That's a big ass fucking belt. It is. Oh yeah, because she'd be in a skirt. Yeah. Oh, I and, guess. So. And the other thing that bothers me here is why did John Romita Jr. decide to make John Kent's uh, ass so completely different from anybody else's? Nobody else draws it like that. Maybe he's on. He's in where, the, mine know is where they showed up in Superman. Oh, they said ass. My bad. No, I it's ass. S in that page. Oh yeah, and it's a mess. Like a few other ones too. It's kind of weird. He's like, I'm, I'm John Romita Jr. I'm gonna draw it how I want to. How about it's when like at the very beginning, if you go back, where uh, John shows up and he's cracking that joke about not bringing your children to work day. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But it looks like he's like midair taking a shit. <laughs> Look how they're back. all like Superman's like flying in like. Oh yeah. I guess he's landing like normal as normal as you could. Yeah. Which is how fast do they have to be ascending to like, uh, or descending to like have their capes, that fucking like rigid <laughs> up right. Uh-huh. And then like, but Connor's like landing like while punching the air like, but it really <laughs> looks like John's taking a huge shit it like does. midair. Yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, there's, there's that other joke. Oh, it's not bring your children to work day? At least uh, Lois brings it up jokes. I think I think Bendis must be listening to the podcast and us complaining about the jokes. And that's a reference to us. That's how I'm going to take it. Hmm. Sorry, Brian. Well. <laughs> no response know. to that? No. I was People are going to ask, why are we reading this constantly if I keep bitching about it? I don't know. It's because I like Superman. Because it'll get good at some point. You gotta, if you stop reading, yeah, you're gonna miss the it'll, you'll miss the good stuff. Yeah. Speaking of good stuff. Oh. oh Speaking of stuff. Bat, Batgirl, number 48. Batgirl, oh, this is good. I like this one. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, it's got... I, I'm not a huge fan of Goju. Goju? Gordon Jr. Oh, jeez. <laughs> stupid the, me. The kids can call you Goju. Why not? But, you don't like a psychopath who murders <laughs> millions of people and now suddenly with millions, who is a massive serial killer who suddenly is out free. Millions. <laughs> millions of people. <laughs> he personally killed millions. Uh, no, I don't know. Like, I guess it's... No, I'm not a fan. It's like, I don't know. It's like, you were right. I think you hit the nail on the head earlier where you said this is one that was like they have to do a tie-in. Mm-hmm. Because the two issues, the first issue was her getting her ass kicked and sh- so she could be like transferred over to Nightwing, mm-hmm. right? And now it's like she's healing herself in this one. Like she's back together with, uh, you know, Fox. What's his name? What's the kid's Luke name? Luke Fox. 
Luke Fox. Which was that a thing? They had a relationship or yeah, what? That's what it says here. We didn't read um, any of the other Batgirl books. But see, the thing is, this makes me want to read a lot of the Batgirl books. But apparently, was it in Burnside that he was? Because I know you read a bunch of that. Did they get together that in that time? No, I don't remember any of it. So. No, I don't. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, this was written by. I would think it was after the time he was the signal, right? He was never the signal. Isn't that Luke Fox? Who's the signal? Luke Fox. Is it, uh, oh, that's no. Luke Fox is the kid from the fucking he, he's Spider shit. Yeah. Luke Fox okay. is uh, Lucius, Lucius Fox's son. And yeah. Batwing. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many of them. Yep. Anyway, it's them. So they get together. Do you want to go through the creators? No. Well, I will. They don't, they don't deserve. No, I'm just kidding. I forgot. All right. Cecil yeah. Castellucci did the story. Robbie Rodriguez did the art. Ooh, Robbie Rodriguez. Uh, Jordi oh. Belair did the colors. And then another And World Design is busy. Busy, busy, busy this week doing the letters. I think it, did, it wasn't his other comic last week. Damn, probably. But for us, it's this week, so. Yeah. Which is actually next week for everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> My head just exploded. Uh, so you're a fan of the Gordon Jr., huh? Gordon Jr. shows up to help Barbara. He's the one that rescues her off the rooftop, supposedly. Uh, we get a taste back into where Gordon is at, right? Mm-hmm. Gordon Sr. Hey, he's finally coming back. Goatsy. Yeah, Google that <laughs> one. Goatsy, like Oju. Uh, and then... Uh, yeah, so yeah, you find out he just got he's got court dates <laughs> from that time he what did he get arrested like so he was under control of the Joker or the Batman who laughs and they're like, Yeah, you're under arrest, Gordon. Did he Gordon. Get, did he get arrested? Do you remember that? Why else does he have court dates? Oh, there you go. All right. And he's not a cop anymore. There you go. He still wears his cop uh, overcoat. That's yeah, cause it's a good fucking coat. It is. It's the executive. It doesn't have any belt loops. So. <laughs> he does. That's right. The belt is a beltless trench coat. Uh, the, the, yeah, there's no belt loops, right? I was gonna say, did he trade it? I, I was gonna say he traded it for uh, cigars. Kramer, remember Kramer's favorite coat right. that he got from his uh, mother's boyfriend? Right, <laughs> the one that could yeah, that he could uh, <laughs> pick up any chicken. Yep. So, and then would that answer who the chick with the pink hair is? What, she's, she's the one that gave him the trench coat? What? No, I'm saying in the story, you're talking about reading back, I know I just shifted gears hard, but uh, you're talking about reading previous Batgirl books. Yeah. Would this bring up, see this chick, she has the hat on? Yeah. I, I'm i not sure what, I don't know. Because at the end, it looks like, because whoever it is that's killing her is, draw, she's is putting the, her in uh, yeah. Batgirl's costume. So did he just go after her because she had red hair? That's how I took it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that this is part of why I was saying this has almost nothing to do with the Joker War, and they just forced it in because she's healing herself again, right? She's fine. They're talking about the Gordons, but then uh, you get this mystery that's starting with with some presumably new villain. Well, no, that's obviously Gordon Jr. taking her. Look at that shadow, dude. Oh my god, it's Gordon Jr.'s. Like he knows that she's Batgirl, right? Mm-hmm. So you, they bring that up in this issue. Do you think? Do you think it's gonna be that simple, Gordon Jr.? Yeah, because look at his nose. Look at the page before, right? Look mm-hmm. at his nose, especially right there where Gosey is holding his show- shoulder, right there. Don't they all have the same nose? No. All right. Looks look very at, similar to Gosu, Gosey, and uh, Goju. Look the well, same to me. Father, their father, son. Oh, okay. 
So it would be close. But look at the... It's definitely him. A hundred of them. Look at the hair. Okay. Flip back and forth between where he's yelling at, like those two pages where you see the shadow and the mm-hmm. one before it. And look at the shadow and look at all those pictures that goad you. But you sure that's not the point of it? That's where they want you to think it's him and they go, ha, ha, ha. So he no, really is a good because, guy now. Well, that's... Yeah, right there you would think that. But then at the end where it's, she's now dressed up as Batgirl... Only Goju would know that. So he's looking for chicks that look like Barbara. He's got some weird, like, brother-sister fetish thing. I don't know. Strange. Yeah, could be. See, now now I want to read the rest of this. Who killed Batgirl? And that's the thing. Sorry, it's not going in. It's, out, it's done tying in, right? It's back yeah. to its own story? Yeah. That's weird. I think so. I, mean, I have to look up the uh, Joker War tie-ins, but it must be. So what does Barbara wear... To Nothing. give her the yeah, nice to give her the horn, the bat horns. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I, I was wondering the exact same thing. Is that part of the, just part of that mask? That she puts it in and has to like put her hair over it. That's what I mean. It's like that's I don't know. such a strange. I, I'd like, like a to th- domino cowl hybrid. <laughs> well, I'd like to think when I was seeing it, I like to think it's uh, separate pieces. So she gets dressed. She's got to, like part her hair, clip it in, and put the other one, clip it in, and make sure they're all in the perfect right spot and everything. Like, Extra complicated. <laughs> Make it really complicated just to do this. Come on, Barbara, we've got to go fight crime. Hold on, hold on. My look doesn't, isn't exactly right. Right. Well, that was actually she... I fucked up. Speaking of fucking up. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, hey Wait. Uh, Batman, Superman. No, but uh, I guess Batgirl would have been our bonus content for this double-sized super episode. See, right? That's kind of crazy because it's like normal episode. You get four issues. So a bonus double-sized episode would get you eight issues, but we did fucking nine mm-hmm. this time. And it seems like we may have picked up another book because Mike enjoyed that Batgirl so much. He wants to know what's going to happen. I liked it. But also, I did just look it up. There's three, oh, two more tie-ins for Batgirl to the Joker War. I, so I really need to know how that's going to connect because this story is completely different. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, just look at the tie-ins. 47 through 50 are the tie-ins. Of Batgirl? Of Batgirl, yeah. And that was, which one did we just read? 48. So there's two more. Dear God. I, I, I don't understand how this is a tie-in. Except, I mean, I, I get the Joker's, t- you know, she had to tear out the, uh, thing, the, uh, uh, what is it called? Whatever. The piece. Right? To get her to fight the Joker. But that's it. This is just like like an aftermath of it. So I don't know. All right, well, fuck it. Moving on to the hottest cover we're ever going to see this issue, this episode. Batman Superman number 11. Why does Batman not have a shirt on in this cover is my question. <laughs> Why would he? Uh, that's a good question as well. <laughs> it's a Batman. He should have no cover. But if we're saying like... Well, all... Superman. It's uh, Henry but Cavill. Think, like... He should never be wearing a shirt, right? We think Whoa, of like really? the ultra humanite. <laughs> That's not too short. What? <laughs> we think the ultra humanite would be the one that removed his shirt because he's the one that hasn't captured. Like he didn't take off his gauntlets. He didn't take off like his cowl. Well, he doesn't want to ruin his secret identity. I mean, he's not that vicious. No. He's yeah, and he's maybe he's just not really good at like covering up and uncovering things because like he has armor on, but he has like this exposed fucking brain. <laughs> Superman's firing heat vision directly into. 
I mean, how dumb can you be? Put <laughs> All on the critical fucking... organs. He figures the critical organs so they need air. He's like, yeah. put it in a put a fucking hat on or something. <laughs> Jesus. Well, That's we learn awesome. at the end of this. I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, spoilers. Oh <gasps> shit. So this is like what part? All oh, the conclusion. It just says conclusion. God damn it. But uh, Joshua Williams writing. It's the atomic conclusion. I think it's like what the third part, fourth part. I thought it was second. No. Could be. All right, it's fourth. I think it's a third. Okay. Uh, it's a third. I don't know. Atomic conclusion. Joshua Williams. Williamson. Uh, Williamson. Sorry. Come on, Clayton. Get it right. Fuck off. Clayton Henry. It's the third. Oh, see, that's what I said. Get it right. Clayton Henry, artist. <laughs> Alejandro Sanchez, colors. And uh, Joe. Oh, oh no, John J. Hill. Oh, that was Jonah Hill. Was doing the letters like that guy. <laughs> desperate for a fucking comeback. Speaking of five heads, this is the book where everybody's forehead is fucking giant. Oh. <laughs> Except for Ultra Humanite or what the fuck his name is. And he has the exposed brain, so you think his forehead would be giant, but no, it's like, it's real scaled back. <laughs> In comparison to Superman's, oh, anyway. Yeah, holy cow, it is huge. I didn't even notice that. You're right. In every panel, too. Mm-hmm. At least it's so, consistent. I don't quite 100% remember the two issues that came before this. Other than the fact that they figured out that this guy was fucking shit up and he took capture, like he captured Batman. That's right. They were, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like discovering that one guy's death or whatever. It was uh, and then, Atomic Skull, right? He, he became yeah. a good guy. And he was out in the middle of the street and he blew up. And everyone's like, oh, Atomic Skull decided to kill everyone. But someone's like, no, he wouldn't do that. He's a good guy now. He's, that's the only way it would happen. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a wizard now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he, but he captured Batman and, like, turned Batman into his bitch, basically. He really got off on that in the last issue. I remember that. So this issue, since it's the conclusion, is fucking superman coming to save batman since it's called batman and superman they gotta work together somehow oh, <laughs> it's like uh, it's just gonna happen but uh batman's looking down the same fate though of the atomic skull right where his head's gonna explode because yep. he's got this juice in him and uh we also get a little sample of like the fucking metal man like double trickery shit where it's like i'm going to fucking pretend to do something mm-hmm. and then explain it away with like well I didn't actually do that. I did this. <laughs> Where yeah. Superman, he like Superman shoots Batman. Looks like he kills him to stop him from exploding. When really all he did was like fry the fucking thing that was attached to his heart that he knew was there because how? Like Batman whispered what Batman whispered it to him or didn't something. Use X-ray vision. Forgot what it was. Yeah, yeah I he, used my X-ray and microscopic vision. To pinpoint the detonator, and then use a very thin blast of heat vision directed into Batman's chest to destroy it. I'm looking at this page; it doesn't look very thin. That's pretty freaking large. If you're talking about if he needed microscopic vision, right? I mean, the heart's like as big as your fist, <laughs> right? And and they're not even they're not the his heat vision is not even crossing at his chest. It's still pretty far really? apart, considering. I, mean, I don't know. Come on, realism, artist, realism. And then what, Batman? figures out that since ultra humanite would ultimately sacrifice himself if batman would have like blown up well he's, like oh that that must mean like he's not really here so the thing is he wouldn't sacrifice himself right his whole point is ultra humanite 
would not kill himself. Yeah, but he's so saying he can't be he, the guy standing here. Yeah. I know. I said, but the, his realization that he would. Yes, yeah, so he would have if he had blown up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I was. But you know, that's not well. Yes, that's the whole thing. He realizes that he, human knight that probably wasn't him. That was just a whatever a robot. And you know what? Turn to a right. This massive brain right there must be really him. That's how he figured it out. Cause look at yeah, that! Right. Look at that panel there. They uh, just turned to the right. Yeah. They're looking at it, glowing. Well, there's this giant, like, brain-exposed monkey, <laughs> or a it's giant brain right. in a jar. Two Which feet one away from us. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. The art in this is pretty. Other than the giant forehead, mm-hmm. uh, I might be. It might be a lot due to the coloring. But I like the art in this one quite a bit. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Great colors. That's all I can yeah. say. And then no, like the facial expressions and everything. Like I like uh, the way Ultra Humanite looks. Huge gorilla with a giant brain sticking out, and then the mm-hmm. uh, Batman with his head glowing. And uh, Atomic Skull lives. Atomic Skull lives. Oh yeah, did he? Right. Yeah, he came out of the grave at the end. Oh, that's right. I, he's he's I need a zombie. Drink. Atomic Skull. Well, wasn't he already a zombie? Yeah. Who knows. Since he's coming back stronger, though, yeah, it's we, like the we always the come el- back stronger. Mm-hmm. They're alluding to, or whatever. This, if that illusion is to be be believed, so are we assume that he's gonna be a bad guy now. Back to being a bad guy. Yep, probably more, most likely. What do you think about the fact that uh, Bruce Wayne is using a keyboard and a controller, and a you know joystick to do surgery, to do surgery on, his, on himself when his own heart right surgery? There. Yeah. I know it's hot, and with no shirt on too, right? But uh-huh. still, why do you keep the pants on, or the belt? Even take it all off. <laughs> well, I can see the pants thing on. There's no need for it not to be on. But what is he doing? Like, so he's kind of through himself. Is it cauterizing it so there's not gonna be blood everywhere? Like you would think he'd put some uh, paper towels at least down, uh, absorb all the blood is gonna come out. Why does he need gloves on? Like, is he gonna touch the robot's <laughs> stuff that's going in him? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is this. And there is a scalpel, like, on the table. Like, somebody had to, like, manually cut them open, and then the robots could do their work, or, like... Well, the robot's gonna... That robot's picking up the scalpel. Instead of having a scalpel in the robot, right? It's gonna have to use the jaws there to pick the scalpel up and cut them with it. That's some terrible engineering yet again, Batman. So what do you... This, uh, this cliffhanger... Uh... Do you remember the original Brainiac files? Like, what the fuck? No, do you? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. The Brainiac Files Return. I don't know if it's a historical thing. This is from the 80s, it looks like, right? It's got pixelated uh It looks pictures. like a dot mate. Yeah, like that monochrome. 8-bit monochrome. Green. Mm-hmm. Screen type shit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm interested, though. I've been enjoying this Batman Superman run a lot more than the last one that they had. These, what like, the little short stories. The one with, like, Jay Lee and everything. It was kind of, like, too serious for oh, my liking. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of detective, like them trying to do a lot of detective work together, a lot of mystery stuff. Oh, like, you're uh, talking about the entire. I, I thought you meant the last storyline with um, Zod and. No, no, Rachel I just Gould. meant like these last eleven issues versus yeah. like the last time Batman Superman was a title. Yeah, that was bad. I think I'm enjoying these ones a lot more. This is a lot better, yeah. Because like, you get these fun little like this. I mean, I'm not a huge ultra humanite fan, but like it was still kind of fun, and like I said, it was cool that like. Batman was the one that got, you know, captured and that Superman had to come and save him and shit like that. So it's mm-hmm. like, if it's kind of stuff where it's like them going back and forth with each other, 
saving each other and like helping each other. That was kind of fun. I like it. Yep, it's good stuff. But uh, I ain't got much else fucking to say about it. I'm run out of shit to say. Only two more fucking books to go though. If you want to talk about Wonder Woman, which I do, oh. number seven sixty one. So there's nothing to do. I want to talk about it. No, it doesn't because I got. It was like <laughs> this is a this one's kind of weird because I only want to talk about it for one reason, and that's the fact I that. Know. Max Lord's back <laughs> after being like sh- shun- shunned away, and not only is he back, but like that chick ends up being his daughter. Holy there, that's it. shit! That's it. Just ruined it. Fuck it. We're done. Oh right. well, but no, because we'll still see enemies and allies. I don't know what part this is. Maybe it's part one, but it's uh, Marino or Mariko, Mariko, yep. Mariko Tamaki, writing. Carlo Barberini is doing the pencils. Who I'm guessing. What is it? Barber. What did he say that? Barbary. Barberini. There's no N in there. No. Barbary is doing the pencils. Uh, Matt, you say that one. Santorelli. Santorelli. Alejandro Sanchez doing colors. And Pat Brousseau as a letterer. That's your homie. I'm going to guess this isn't penciled by the person that did it last time. Why? Because one, I don't remember Wonder Woman looking like she was like an anime character. <laughs> or with the long, like a giraffe neck. On that on the title page there yeah. at the end, well, it's just or like it's the beginning. It's so weird. And her, f- she looks she looks like a five year old. Like look on page mm-hmm. where Aries is like at the top. It's like page fucking what? I don't know these show pages anymore. I can't tell, but it's like Aries is staring her down. I think that's Aries. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I'm trying. And to then it's like uh, it's later right on, before. isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty far in. Yeah, seventeen. Oh, yeah, page seventeen. Yep. Or eight, eighteen. I mean. And then she's standing there, and she's saying, it's gone. Mm-hmm. She looks like a five-year-old face on, like, like a 30-year-old woman's body. It does. Like, it's weird. It's so... And it's even like you said, like, okay, so we're sh- using the lines to show weathered look, right? Mm-hmm. Like, her body has, like, the lines all over the place. But her face is, like, super smooth complexion. Oh, and remember that when we talk about the next book. The face, like, the face looking young versus old. Okay. I'll bring that up later. Okay. But yeah, you're exactly right. So that, that the big difference in the different art styles or the ability to draw, right? Because yeah, she's because the intention is not to make her look young here, but she looks very young in the face. We get an actual fierce cheetah versus like a cracked out <laughs> cheetah. Cracked out. Mm-hmm. That that was different. But yeah, so the story on this one was uh, you know, Wonder Woman. She moved into a new neighborhood, met a new neighbor, uh, a bunch of crazy things started happening. People getting mind controlled. Uh, she thought it was Max Lord. Turned out it wasn't. Then you kind of get the inkling that it's like, hey, it seems like it's going to be this new girl that she met. And in Just this because one, the eyes are pur- pur- purple and so are hers, her yeah, hair, so, right? Yeah. That's your whole everything. connection there. Come on, dear. Yeah. That's just silly. And then, but, well, it paid off because it's true. Because <laughs> it's true. And you yeah. find out it's Max Lord's daughter. So that's where this one's going to go, right? That's This yep. was the kickoff to this story. Uh, the one other thing, though. That was interesting. That now I forget. I don't remember. Nope, I don't remember. Right. But what'd you think? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I was waiting for the big payoff, and I was like, oh, Dieter's going to be right, isn't Oh, it? that's what I was like saying. Oh, because last time you were confused about why the army was there that she got to murder. Yeah. And this one, they s- explain that, but it makes it even more confusing because they're like, they were there to stop you. 
And all she did was like wake up and blow the back wall out of her building. And like in that instant, they're like, send the fucking army. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. You're right. It does. There is no reason why that army was outside of her yeah. house for her to murder. Nope. And you tactically disabled two squadrons of Marines sent in to stop you. <laughs> yeah, but wait, who'd stop her from what? Yeah, exactly. She was sleeping before anything happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess it's I don't know. It's Wonder Woman, so they have her on watch at all times by the army. And so the second she does something untoward, they come attack her because she's hmm. so powerful. Right? Isn't that what she would have to do? I guess so. Fuck yeah, it, dude. I don't sense. know. It's, it was a weird part. But, it was uh, very weird. I don't know if I'm very interested in moving forward, though. And uh, it's like a Joker's daughter, Max Lord's daughter. They always yeah. do this. They always like introduce the bad guy's daughter. Mm-hmm. Or their son. More hmm. times out of ten, though, it's the daughter for some reason. I want to go forward. Let's see. But so, this whole thing with Max Lord and the other... Uh, I guess I've seen Justice League, no justice, cosmically conscious Kaminsky. That's right. Because I was like, why, why is he wearing all the uh, Brainiac headgear? But that was from the no justice stories. Makes sense. But Max Lord's saying he's going to help her, right? Against yeah. his daughter? Yep. So it or looks help, like... help her, I mean. Help Wonder Woman against his daughter? Yes. Does he know that's the daughter, though? I don't know. Because, oh, Dad, you're going to be so proud. I don't think he knows yet. I do like the rabbit. <laughs> Her pen and rabbit. She's uh, from, uh, I was going to say, first uh, Bond and then uh, Awesome Powers. There's <laughs> a cat instead of a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Mad Cat from Inspector Gadget. There you go. <laughs> the original. Uh-huh. It wasn't Dr. No, right? That was like the... Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Evil. Yeah, but Dr. No. Dr. Like no. Do- yeah, James Bond. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, speaking of... Books I think I enjoyed way more than I ever thought I would. Ooh, nice. I'm glad to hear that. Like, I really, really enjoyed it to the point where I was like, man, I don't think I've enjoyed a book this much wow. in a really long time. Wow. Yeah. Batman, Three Jokers, Jeff Johns, Jason Faybook, Mr. Brad Anderson. And who's doing the colors? They didn't put them on the cover. Rob Lee. Rob Lai. Rob Lee. Yep. Rob Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Rob <laughs> Rubble. 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 Tom's getting a laugh at this, making fun of other letterers' names. Oh, fucking Rubble. <laughs> uh, you got to start seeing on Twitter, hey, Rubble, how's it going? <laughs> so we'll just start with the things that we didn't like. Or you don't I get didn't to love like. the way I do on that podcast, anyway. Right. I'll just throw out the stuff I didn't like, and then we'll just focus on the book being really good. But it was, you mentioned it earlier, and it's that nine panel grid style. Mm hmm. And I just can't fuck. Why does he keep doing it? Is it like is this his thing now? This is like the only way he can fucking tell a story. I don't, I don't know if to... it's because he wants to reference it all to be similar. I'm not sure. I'm not a fan. Either way, I wish it would go. Back. It's like it's the opposite of fucking Rucka mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like it's very it gets very boring, very quick, very mundane, and. I also don't understand why he has to have the artist look just like that Gary Frank guy. Like, like I said, is this his oh. shtick now? Like, that's it. It looks like very, yeah. It, I mean, Jason Fabic. Jason Fabic's freaking great. But the I art's forget, amazing. Does he always look like uh, Frank. I don't know. No, not this hard. Style a bit. Not this hard. That's yeah. I was wondering if it's like if it, this is like John's thing now. This is like his, which is if it is cool, but I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. That out of the way. The only other thing I didn't like. 
the inconsistency in Batman's technology in this fucking book drove me nuts. What? It starts right in the beginning where like he plows into the fucking cemetery, into his parents' cemetery, right? Yeah, he's dying. Yeah. Okay, why isn't he fucking on autopilot then? Oh. And, that, <laughs> and then like, because you, you could give it, well, maybe he doesn't have autopilot yet, right? They fucking reference autopilot later on where I was like, <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. It's just, but there's a lot of weird tech that they bring up in this. Or, like, lack of that I think they do to remind you, like, he's not the, you know, bat god Batman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so this story, it's outside of everything else, right? This is just a standalone story, but it's taking from, it's like the history. Nobody knows anymore. The only thing that Jeff Johns has said, I think Jeff Johns, or maybe it might have been Jason Fabic, said online was they kind of hinted, well, if you want this to be canon, it and will end up being canon. I think this was meant to be originally, and then he took so long to write it, and everything has changed so much that they don't know. So they slapped a black label on it, and they'll figure everything out later, right? Because okay. yeah, so so nobody really knows if this is going to fall in line with all the other books. Well, I'm, I'm just not sure taking it, it. I'm taking it as it's its own story, yeah, standalone, but it's taking from the entire history. Yep. And like you said, like I guess just like what was the one that paralyzed Barbara? That was the same shit, right? Yeah, the Killing Joke was meant to be outside of canon, and then people loved it, and it became canon. So that's so kind of that'll... what they were referencing. Yeah. Okay, so maybe that'll happen with this one. I don't really give a shit. And like you know, like I was like, oh, another Joker story. Mm-hmm. Oof. Not, and it's like as a Joker story is going on, I was like, uh. And then it was like, I thought they were going to be doing like. I don't know where they were going with them. They were going to come up with when I just when you just hear there's th- okay there's three jokers there's not one <laughs> like I just it's like you think comic books right so yep. you're like what the fuck what's it like multi dimension it's just it's going to be more comic nonsense and they're going to over explain it and it's just going to be like blah right mm-hmm. I did not expect I think maybe that's why I was just like gobsmacked by a guy I didn't expect anything in this story really but I didn't expect them to go with the fact that. The original Joker is the Joker, but ever since he's been alive, much like Batman's always try to like figure out a way to, you know, cement his legacy, which I guess is kind of funny because they use the Bat family in this. But, you know, there's always these Batman stories you get with uh, Batman, like preparing for when he's no longer Batman and uh, like what's he going to he's going to like upload his consciousness and all that kind of shit, right? This is like the Joker, ever since he's been around, he's been trying to create like another better Joker, right? Yep. And he like he has fucking casting calls for people and he like recreates the scene where like that turned him into the Joker. And so far he's created two other Jokers who have like varying personalities which harken back to the history of all these jokers trying to explain why you get some stories with this joker Mm -hmm. some stories with that joker and some stories with this joker and i was like oh i thought it was such a simple explanation yep where it's like yeah you just throwing people back into the chemical like the same way he was and then they come out if they're (laughs) like the right mindset going in they're going to come out like-minded going out right so Mm -hmm. it's and i just like the way john's returns to like a simpler everything right Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. it is more of just a mystery story and like a like a detective story and there's like the tech isn't outrageous and it's not like multi-dimensional shit and it's not like like they don't even like really reference they like they're amazed by stuff right mm-hmm. even 
So I don't know. I just it fucking blew my mind. I really liked it. I got way into it. And even like with a, for some reason, like talk about dipping in the fucking well. Why did he go to this shark thing, and have like that shark eat that guy? Just like how Aquaman, <laughs> like when he remember when he did his Aquaman run. Did it no. Like in New Fifty Two, in Aquaman, he like had Aquaman bring that shark up out of the water and like eat that thing, and that was like the moment where like everybody was like, Aquaman kicks ass. Oh, uh huh, yeah. He's so badass. That's right. <laughs> this is kind of like the funny. same thing. Like it's like he's going to, but like I don't know. It's just strange that he used a shark again to kill somebody. So you like the reference to Gaggy? Gaggy. Like I didn't get it a hundred percent because I didn't. I'm not that into the oldest the older stuff well i didn't either but i had had to look it up so he actually was in batman from in 1966 so he was was, uh, joker's first sidekick he's around for a little while his name was gagsworth a gagsworthy (laughs) bodie mc (laughs) bodie mcboatface basically gagsworth a gagsworthy and he just kills him right away it's so awesome right oh there's a segue speaking of killing fucking this is how this is the, the, the cliffhanger this one even had me because he fucking kills one of the Jokers. Uh-huh, <laughs> Jason Todd fucking blows his fucking brains out. And then Batgirl uh, gives him shit for doing it, but he's but she threw the bat the uh, bat uh, batarang at him. And I love yeah. his response is, "Hey, when was the last time you ever missed?" Because it just ticks tinks off the top of his gun. Yeah. yeah, going backwards, I guess. I mean, that was the end of the story. The whole thing is like multiple crimes happen, and they're all being reported as the Joker, right? And then like you slowly find out that there has to be, there can't possibly just be one. So. Even the Bat family and the cops are thinking it's just one real Joker dressing up other. Except Batman is acting a little funny about this. Yeah, he you is, know he right? knows because you already know. You, you already know he knows, but in this you can tell he already knows, but he's just not telling them. Right. And so they capture one of them, and it's um, and the reason why you get uh, Barbara and Jason are they've been their lives have been impacted harder by the Joker than anybody else's, right? Yep. And so you get. Jason with the Joker that killed him. And uh, he references the death and saying, like, you know, what was the last thing I ever fucking said to you? And it's like, you are my Robin. And he's like, now look at you. And he's like, you're going to do exactly what I want you to do. Like that. So and you're even dressing like me. Mm-hmm. Like it all came true and shit. And that like puts Jason over the edge and he f- pulls the trigger. Like you said, Barbara misses. Joker's dead. And that's how this one ends. One of the Jokers is dead. So what if you find out that he? Uh, uh, it turns out that, the, that those weren't actually three Jokers ever. That can upset you if he t- if he pulls that back. Pulls back what? The fact that these guys like he didn't recreate them in Ace Chemicals and they are just other lackeys and shit. Yeah. Or if he I did guess. create them, but they weren't the Joker. They weren't actually there and the ones that were the actual Joker. So are you saying that that there were three Jokers always? Yeah, I think so. And these guys sat back doing nothing for a while. Like this one hasn't shown up in a long time for whatever reason. Yeah. Whatever it turns out, that wasn't the case. These are just some crazy guys. He convinced them that they were. They do some, like I said, the bat. Uh, then we end up with the metal men. Then what? we end up with metal men. Then we end up with whatever that other book was that like just washed away what they were leading up to. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, I'll expect it, I guess. But like, if it doesn't, then you get a good one. Yep, that's why okay. we keep reading them. So. <laughs> I was just curious if you look at, oh, that sucked. But but I like it. This guy, it's a great idea, and hopefully it sticks. Like well, one's gone now, so there's two jokers. But he can just make a bunch more if he wants to. Yeah, it was really good. And I liked the art's it a lot. amazing. And I was talking about like talking about the art. Remember earlier I said something about when you talked about uh, Wonder Woman have, looking like a kid. Mm-hmm. Go back to the page where it's uh, one of the ones talking about um, Bruce Wayne as a kid, and then it transitions to him as an adult. 
It's just oh a yeah, close up. Yeah. <laughs> like if you look I, at I, that, I, what? I, I wait, where? What page number is it? Uh, I know which. Uh, I remember see. it, but I'm trying to go back, 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 back. There you go. It's uh twelve. That is pretty far back. It's a three uh, middle uh, panels. Okay. But you got oh, yeah, the, you're right. all it is is one eye of him as a young kid and one eye of him as an adult, and there is no questioning that one's a kid and one's an adult. And I'm not quite sure how that and works. And that's Bruce it Wayne. Work. And that's yeah, what? Right. what said, and that it's Bruce Wayne. And that's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I don't know. They, they just to me, that's a big difference between really, really good art, and then you know something that I would draw. But it's uh, I don't know. It's just amazing that it's too. And maybe it's just a trick of the fact that I know that is is he's a kid in that fir- first one, and it's the black and white or his eyes wide open. But there's something about it that's unmistakable. One's young, one's old. Good stuff. You see the large Marge trucking, the Pee Wee Herman reference? Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Tell Large Marge. Yes. <laughs> okay, now, I, I knew that Large Marge sounded familiar when I read it. I, I didn't, it didn't hit me until you just said that. Tell them Large awesome. Marge sent you. But yeah, no, this is great. I mean, I, I, I don't want every every book to be this at all, but I like the, the, the way he's doing the paneling. Maybe it's because I just read Doomsday Clock and liked it. <clears throat> and it gives it a different feel to the book. But if every book did this, it would be annoying. But the 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 payoff or whatever, where like the three jokers are finally together, right? And they say like, you know, what do we do next? And then that full page, what we always do, we try to make a better joke. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. I was like, oh, dude, and he looks hella old and shit. Yep. And you can just tell like, I don't care like what it goes back to. Like in my mind at this point, this guy's been trying to make new jokers, and they're the ones like he sends them out. He's the one that's just been kicking back, right? Yeah. And then he sends out the new ones he makes to like, now you go fuck shit up. And there's probably been more than three, right? Yes, I think that's what that's what I was taking about this. So there's jokers all over the place, and he's going to keep making them. Yeah, like some of the jokers have died or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the ones that you don't like, where it's like he falls off the cliff and like, wait, he's back? Like, the, oh, that guy really did die, and like, but he's made another one. It's like, I don't know. And these two are like the ma- like the one that killed Jason probably is that guy. Then yeah. The one that manipulate or uh you know her bar and that's why these ones have lasted and stuck around right because mm-hmm. they're like the better of the bunch yeah yeah i like that idea now is this gonna ruin it is, is this too close to what snyder's doing with uh, the batman who laughs just constantly making more batman who laughs basically making more jokers no because he's not evolving the same joker like snyder's evolving the same batman who laughs right it's like the same one getting stronger and stronger by killing off other ones or morphing into assimilating into new ones right mm-hmm. this is this seems to be like i said this is a simpler thing like in this one i don't even think they understand multiverses like they they have a hard time putting together like there could even be you know more than one joker right mm-hmm. like that's not even a concept to them in this world that's why it's like it's like a simpler world and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. that's like they're not even thinking well you know that time that uh there's been clones like nobody's talking about clones <laughs> nobody's talking about shit they're just saying like what the fuck it's like, <laughs> uh-huh and uh, i really like that so this begs the question so it was what 30 years ago i guess I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself i don't know how long it's been in the comic book time but this joker like the two jokers the one with the uh spray flower and the one that shot barbara is that what they wear all the time he never wears anything but that shirt yeah it's like, a, it's like awesome. any any standard cartoon character's closet that has just the same outfit <laughs> it's the only repeated. time we've seen him was that that issue so that's the only thing he's done uh-huh. 
But I love the Joker with the uh, squirting flower because I had a. Uh, it reminded me I had an action figure with the squirt with the, with the little hose that came out of the back and it had the pump. And you I squirt. had that what? same. I had the same action figure. Uh-huh. Oh, so that's great! Awesome. I'm like, oh my god, it's that action figure, and you know that's why he chose that one, right? It's got to be. I, th- I think it came with a giant sledgehammer as well. Uh huh. Oh man, that's it was awesome. so awesome. All right. Well, speaking of awesome, you got any news? <gasps> Yeah, I got some news here. It's Fuck two yeah. weeks old, but I got some news for you. Okay. Did you uh, pay attention to uh, anything that came out of fandom at all? No, hey, you know what, though? On a serious note, speaking of news, I know we're not Marvel fans, but mm-hmm. that actor from the Black Panther died. And that's, oh, that's uh, right. There was news this week. I forgot about that. That is a, some sa- that's a somber news. Chadwick, note, yeah. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman died. It was pretty awful. He's 43 and died of colon cancer. Yeah, I didn't even believe that it was like I thought it was like uh, when I saw the article, it was like one of those clickbaits where it's like yeah. it's not the star of the it was like a star of Black Panther. I was like some like you know oh. guy in the background. I found that was actually yeah. pretty sad. And he was a uh, like he was really good with like uh, helping mm-hmm. like causes and stuff. And like a lot of young people looked up to him and shit like that, especially being a actor of color or whatever you want to say, a person of color. Oh yeah, uh, no, he was he was huge and was gonna make it big. And this this. I haven't read anywhere, but I'm assuming this is why Black Panther 2 hadn't been announced and hasn't been working on, been worked on, right? Because he's it takes a while to uh, die of colon cancer. And yeah. He's had it for years, like you said. It says somewhere that he's no that he knew about 2016 it for years, or he was actually 2016 doing the movies while he still was going through treatment. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and then it like what do you do now, right? Do you do you recast because this is you know you think this is something he'd want to do? He wants the character to continue. Do you not make a movie at all, right, out of respect for him? Yeah, it's it's kind of a weird situation. Right. Well, that's terrible news, but that was yeah. like, I don't know, kick it off with the bad stuff, but R.I.P., no. I suppose. Right. Big news there, and it's, yeah, it's, that's pretty darn awful. And, uh, and I really did like the Black Panther movie. He was excellent in it. I was looking forward to seeing more of him. Anyway, back to fandom. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking fandom. <laughs> now that brings it all down. Who gives a shit about the rest of this? But we'll continue. Uh, did you see anything about fandom at all? No. All right. Uh, wait. No. So oh, the, wait. There was a... Was a, was the ba- I didn't watch the Batman trailer, oh, but everybody was like, oh, the Batman trailer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the whole thing with fandom, there was going to be one day of... They were trying to set up like a Comic-Con, and you had the main hub that you would go to online, and there was other, like, four of the rooms you can go to. And it was, you know, kid stuff, and you can play games and then there was like TV panels to TV and comic book panels to listen to and there's the main room with panels three days before the whole thing they split into two so they so all those side stuff is now in mid-September right so all the comics all the TV shows all that was split off and the excuse was and a lot of people keep talking about is uh, it was all oh, because you can't watch all of it they, they, a lot of the panels over, overlapped so they decided last minute, let's split it up so everybody can watch everything. But it's so freaking weird because they're splitting it and making all the other stuff on demand. So there's no need to worry about overlapping everything. Right? So it, it really felt like to me, because there was almost no comic book news at all uh, during the whole fandom, th- fandom thing. Uh, it seems more to me like, hey, 
we don't know what we're doing yet. Let's sort everything out by September, right? And we'll and we'll all the panels that we've already re-shot. We've, we've you know we can fuck with them or come up with new panels and then come up with all the news that we really want to come out with. So it was very weird because two days before or three days before you do this whole thing, they decide to split it and not show a bunch of the panels right after they fired most of their comic book staff. Hmm. It was a bit odd. A little bit of conspiracy yeah. theory there, but not so Tin much. Tinfoil hat time. Hmm? It just seems like, to me, right, you expect it. Things are changing. Why? You know, so I, I think it's more of that. But you make it sound like, oh, it's because we're helping you guys out. It's like, well, no, you're changing things around. You don't know what's going on yet. It makes sense to split. But that being said, there really isn't much news at all because everything that happened was all pre uh, trailers and stuff. Um, like I said, the Batman trailer came out, which looks pretty awesome. The Suicide that video st- game. What? Yeah, the, the video game for uh, Suicide Squad Justice League or something. Yes, there were two video games. There's the Suicide Squad Justice League one. They watched that trailer. I, they don't have any gameplay yet, so who knows what it's going to be like. And it's Rocksteady, the guys that originally created the Arkham games. I thought it looked awful, <laughs> but it's it's that humor that I don't like, so it might be why. But once uh, that's coming out in 2022, and it is, you know, it's a it's uh, who is it? Harley Quinn, King 2022. Shark. 2022. What the fuck did they announce it for then? Exactly, and people have already known about it for like a year almost. So it's kind of weird. It was just the first teaser trailer. Ugh, what was the second game? Yeah, the second game have... was the next Gotham. It was the next Arkham game, uh, Gotham Knights. The whole thing is Batman's dead. Apparently, and you're the game you're playing as <clears throat> Batgirl or Nightwing or Robin. Batgirl, Nightwing, Robin, or Red Hood. When does it come out? That comes out next year. Okay. And they mm. they showed gameplay, and it looks just like Arkham, you know, the Arkham games. And in this one, it's a two. It's either single player or two player co op. So it looks really cool. You got to uh, watch it. Okay. Why? Um, two player co op. Well, you just talked about all the, what's it called, Fallout that you play, that you enjoy the two-player. Yeah, but it's not really like co-op. I mean, we can still do whatever we want independently. It's okay. more just fun sitting there talking to somebody that you know. Okay. Well, this is, well the arc of games aren't open-world games like that. It's a you know exactly. main story you're going through. And you can play it single-player. I think it's set up to, if you play single-player, you're not going to lose anything. No. But I think it looks cool, and it's the, uh, the, the whole, you know, the... Bat family, uh, and then it, it they bring in the court of owls, and you're gonna have to fight the town. That's, that'll be exciting. Yeah, and then because so, that way they'll bring Batman back to life at the end. Then, well, there you go. So someone online made a comment. Uh, Bruce Wayne's the talent, and I was like, "Son of a bitch, you're right. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen." Boom, <laughs> boom, you're right. <laughs> There's the end. I was like, "100 uh, percent." But I'm still excited for that. So if there wasn't any news to work on for oh, so if there wasn't any news to work on for two weeks. That means there has to be a game. Well, the other news was uh, Milestone Comics is coming back. Oh. <laughs> like, well, fuck you. I still have news. I had a couple things here. Fuck you. I don't know. You just straight up said there was no, no news. No real news, but all it's the, all this, oh, the trailers. All the trailers and stuff, which you don't seem to give a shit about. And then no. the Suicide Squad had their whole uh, cast announced, which was pretty cool. But anyway, fuck that. Okay. Do you know what I'm sorry. I mistook your depression over being there no news, actual being news. My mistake. Yeah. Well, whatever. You're, you're killing us. You're killing me, Smalls. Well, so there still better be a game, is what I'm getting. At. <laughs> you're not gonna be happy. Um, Milestone Comics. Do you know what that is? Nope. It was a comic series in the '90s, 
it was uh, mainly people of color, right, leading the whole universe, like uh, written by and uh, the characters, like uh, Static Shock started there. I know that. I know that character. Yeah. So they're bringing that back, and then uh, there might be a Static Shock. They're teasing a Static Shock movie too, and there's a lot of hmm. people that loved like that show. Unfortunately, I never watched it. Interesting. It was only uh, yeah, and then um, John Ridley, the uh, director or the writer of Twelve Years a Slave is going to be writing a four-issue miniseries with a new Batman. And it was kind of weird, and like the way people took it. His comment was, and you know it's me, so it's a uh, 47% chance that uh, the, this Batman will be a person of color. And people are like, oh, there might be a black Batman. It's like, he's telling you yes, that's what he's doing. Because <laughs> it's all he about um, well, if it's Lucius 47, Fox. No, if it was 47, that'd be a no. St- it's still pretty much a no, right? But it, he's, he's a great... Uh, uh, I, I took it as him joking around. Because there's already there was already rumors that there was that there when with five G, that Luke Fox was going to become Batman. Oh, okay. And this whole yeah. story takes place with the Fox family. Okay. Right, and so I mean it was I, I took it as everybody knows what's happening already because there is no real news anywhere. Right, and he made that comment as a kind of as a joke, you know, tongue in cheek. But we'll see. So the thing is, it, nobody again. This is what I'm talking about: not knowing what's going on with comics. Are they gonna redo everything, or is it gonna be two Batman's running around now? This is only a four-issue miniseries. Are they, they just gonna three test Jokers the waters and see if it works? It's kind of weird. Yeah, I think it's fine. I'm just curious what their plan is. It doesn't make much sense. But anyway, so there's that. But yes, I do have a game with no name. <laughs> Why like, wouldn't I be happy? Because it's very short. <laughs> Oh, it's very very short. <laughs> well, we're we're pushing hour two, so it's not that bad. All right, that's good. And cue the music. The fuck yeah, cue that music. Yeah, so I did this at the last minute before the last episode was supposed to happen. And then uh, we, I did not take the time to do uh, a long one since then. Well, I'm good at the ones that you don't spend time on, so do it. Right, are you ready now? I don't know how long the song is. It, no, we talk over the song, it doesn't matter. There you go, exactly. So here we go. Stillwater. First Stillwaters one. run deep. Stillwater. Alright. It never rains. In a town of Stillwater, the puddles, are, the puddles are anything but still. Don't get wet. Join superstar writer Chip Zdarsky and Ramon Perez as they dive into a world of horror and intrigue in this new ongoing Skybound series. Oh, wow. <laughs> Told you it's short. Okay, this is going to be a challenge. Number right. two. Anything goes. In a town of Stillwater, there's no punishment for crime. Stay safe. Join superstar writer Chip Zdarsky and Ramon Perez as they dive into a world of horror and intrigue in this new ongoing Skybound series. Number three, nobody dies. In a town of Stillwater, that's not just a promise. It's a threat. Join superstar writer Chip Zdarsky and Ramon Perez as they dive into a world of horror and intrigue in this new ongoing Skybound series. So is it the only one that has anything to do with water? Is that or is your it, choice? Or is it number three? Do you want me to read them all again? No. All right. <laughs> number- no, I could go without the... Uh, Number two, there. number two, you made up because it has that "stay safe." That's like that's like too many mask signs. I think you saw. <laughs> I love the reasoning. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with number three, the one that doesn't have anything to do with water. Hey, but it cut out. What? Hello. You've got to be kidding me, Mike. Oh no, Mike cut out. We'll never figure out what the answer to that was. This could be the end of the episode. Oh no, Mike's gone.
It is the end of the episode. Well, fucking send it to Twitter to figure out what the answer is, and we'll tell you next week. But until then, goodbye, Mike. Uh, goodbye, Dieter. Boom, 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 boom.